from the top of paradise, Bermuda's best music mix, Ocean 89, a service of Bermuda Broadcasting. It's time to mind your business with BEDC. With me, Jamila Lodge and Shelly Thunder here on Ocean 89, brought to you by BEDC. It's about that time, Jamila. Here we are again. Yes, we are. It is Mind Your Business time, and I am excited today because I have my colleague in the house. I haven't seen him very much since we've been working remotely. Yeah. So it's nice to to see him in studio. Uh And then we also have a special guest joining us. Oh, colleague Jonathan uh, Starling. Yes. Who is the uh, Economic and Cooperative Development Officer for us at BDC. And uh, we also have with us Graham Nesbitt, who is the president of the Bermuda Credit Union. And if you haven't guessed, we will be talking about co-ops today. Great idea. I was just having a conversation at lunch today with my partner that was at lunch with me talking about all the, you know, businesses being inspired. And I said, you know, one of the things that could really take off right now is cooperative effort in uh, entrepreneurship. That's right. For sure. Very appropriate. So, yeah, I um, before we get started with the Q&A, um, we definitely invited um, Mr. Nesbitt on today because the Bermuda Credit Union is one of the the longest lasting co-ops yeah. uh, in Bermuda. So definitely want to talk a little bit about um, that organization, how and why they got started. But before we do that, Jonathan, if you can just share with the listeners what a co-op is. Um, to start, and then we can move on from there. Uh, sure. Thank you for having me. And this is uh, quite a change from uh, Zoom meetings. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> is it we nice are IRL in real life. <laughs> Conversations in real life. Yeah. 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 That's the latest conjunction of words when people are testing. In real life, we're going to do this. Yes, we are. Yes. <laughs> yep. um, so, yeah, thank you for having me. And uh, can, I, can I say that we're doing this partly on cooperatives because it's the International Cooperatives Day is on Saturday. Oh, Um, and, uh, so cooperative is a, uh, it's a, it's a business, a for a for-profit business, but it is, uh, democratically owned by its members. That's kind of the defining characteristic of it. Uh, also cooperatives do follow uh, a set of cooperative values and uh, cooperative principles, which help structure the business. Excellent. And so that brings us right to our special guest, Mr. Nesbitt. How are you? Hey, I'm quite well, thank you. And how are you all? We're good. We're good. good. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, And so we invited you on because if we're talking about co-ops, the Bermuda Credit Union is one. Um, And I just wanted to ask you, like, when was it started in the first instance? And what, why did you decide to start start that uh, organization? Okay, it was started in 1972 uh, through the Bermuda Industrial Union. It was part of their plan when the organization transformed to have an independent financial institution for the members. Okay. So we sent a group of uh, BIU individuals down to the Caribbean to study the co-op model, and they brought it back, and hence we started the, the Bermuda. Initially, it was called BIU's Members Credit Union because it was just for BIU members. Right. But that was done in 1972. Okay. And so now you said originally it was for the BIU members, but now can anyone join? Yes, uh Right after the Credit Union Act 2000, we, uh, in that legislation, allowed us to have other unions and other organizations such as churches, uh, social clubs, and forth. So in the past five years, I can say we 
targeted the union, mm-hmm. and it's been a very well received. Um, but now all the unions have pretty well joined the credit union, particularly the teachers union and BPSU. Okay. You know, I mean, that's a, to me, that's a, it's great to hear because if you're thinking about, um, well, let me just say this. What exactly do you do? What does the Bermuda Credit Union do? What services do you provide? Well, we play, uh, if you look at the, the, the world of a credit union, we really stimulate the economy uh, through our loans. We mainly lend loans, um, and we've been doing it for some time. Like I said, we stimulate the economy. Members can come, for instance, to you can borrow four times the amount that you have into your account. So if you want to borrow $1,000, we request that you have $250 in your account. There is a vetting process uh, that we go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the question will be vetted. A new member, there is a waiting period of six months. And we mainly do that so we can see if that member may need help down the road. You see a member that puts in $100 every week, and then next week is taking out $100 or taking out $90. Right, right. For six mm-hmm. months, and then if any comes for a loan, we might offer them some financial management, how he can help manage his funds, you know, and he can get that learned. Right. So I think for, for me, I think it's great to have it as an option and that other people besides people in the BIU can join as a member because, you know, we have three financial institutions on the island. So it's nice to have that fourth option um, if you need support and guidance in that way. And I think the the principles by which a co-op is managed are a little bit different than your traditional business, right? Jonathan, mm-hmm. can you kind of sh- share kind of what the differences are with those? Yes. Okay. I don't know, John. I'll, I'll well, sure, you, you go. <laughs> you, you can each have a so turn. I mean, a, co- a co-op is definitely, uh, our credit union is definitely different from a bank. Yeah. Uh, as you see, if you join or any member that joins, every dollar that they put in, you were heard your uh, customer service rep said you have too many shares. You put in $10, call it $10, it's $10 worth of shares. Right. Because each member is a shareholder, regardless mm-hmm. if they got a dollar in their account or they got a million dollars. So it's equal equal uh, vote at the table. Then, of course, you got a million dollars, you got 10 votes, and you only got a dollar, you, you only get one. Yeah, that's definitely different, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, like a regular bank, you just set up your bank account, but with the uh, the credit union, you're not just a customer, you're also a member, and you have a say in the organization, okay. which is pretty cool. That's I, I think it is pretty cool. And so, um, Mr. Nesbitt, with regard to your membership, when when the, the law changed, did you see a huge increase and in people wanting to take advantage of it now that it was it's it's open to more people? The interest was in there even before uh, uh, that law had changed. And we knew that. And we, uh, the board knew that we had pretty well maxed out as mm-hmm. it relates to BIU members and their families. Because once you're a member, your family can, can join also. Right. But hence, we had uh, quite an extensive discussion on extending our bond. So hence we reached out to the other unions. I know that initially someone was thinking about opening up the earn co-op, but the financial burden on a startup versus coming to a turnkey operation like the credit unit that's already established. And plus if another credit union was to open up in Bonita, we would still be the league. We still have to come to us. Right. To us. Right. So it was more feasible for them to join us and we just uh, allowed uh spots on our board to uh, for those two unions. Well, that's so very cooperative a- of you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, one of the so they, uh, so they can have a say, and, you know, in how things run. Right. So and I mean, we, we, we don't want to think that you know 
keep protect. We really still want to protect the BIUs uh, at the founders of the credit union. Right. Mm-hmm. We also want to expand it so everybody can join the benefit and really enjoy the benefit of what this credit union has to offer. Right. I mean, and that's I mean, what. Like, as I said, majority of the funds that we uh, lend out stimulate the economy because stays in Bermuda. There is a portion that goes off, such as overseas for schooling and all that. There's a number of people that comes, you know, to borrow for the school, you know, school fees for the children or themselves. Right. But one of the things that I'd like Jonathan to share with us a little bit are some of the other tenets of co-op. Right. And mm-hmm. and when you buy into or or um, become a member of a co-op, um, because like Mr. Nisbet said, you, you now once you put your money in, you become a shareholder. So can you expand on that a little bit, Jonathan? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, there's uh, seven main principles um, of cooperatives mm-hmm. and um, uh, President Nesbitt has touched on quite a few of them. Uh, one of them is a voluntary and open membership. Mm-hmm. So anyone can join uh democratic member control so once you are a member of the cooperative you have one one vote right it's not a matter of how much money you put in your bank account and at the credit union it's just a matter of if you are a member of the credit union you get one equal vote to, to everyone else uh member economic uh, participation uh autonomy and, and independence uh education training and information so the cooperative helps to on that and uh, cooperation among cooperatives, that's kind of what uh, President Nesbitt was talking about there, working with the um, the other labor organizations, which are kind of a, not quite a cooperative, but they're close to it. And um, I believe um, President Nesbitt would support any cooperatives that uh, come to them asking for assistance. And also concern for community, which is what President uh, Nesbitt was talking about. Right. And that the money that they invest in isn't invested overseas. I mean, yes, they do want to maximize their their interest, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they're not going to do it in a way that undermines the local community. So they want to invest in the local community first. That's their priority mm-hmm. over maximizing interest. Uh, Go ahead. I don't know, Bresden uh, Nesbitt can expand on uh, that last part. So investing in the community, Mr. Nesbitt? Um, you mentioned like some people use come to pay for children's school fees, but then that's an investment, right? Because we hope those children come back <laughs> and, <laughs> and get and the parents can get their return on their investment, which in turn then can go back into the credit union. So has it been your experience with um, how long have you been the president of the credit union? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, no, you can ask. I've been the president for the past 12 years. Okay. Sort of that's sort of unique in a credit union movement. Usually, a president will probably go for a maximum of six years, but we were going through a transition period for for a while, mm-hmm. and and so we didn't have a limit on our on the length of time that the president stayed president. But now we have matured, and you know, so it's time to we will probably put some term limits in place mm-hmm. as, as we go forward. Okay, but it's been a, it's been a beautiful twelve years. I mean, at the beginning was a struggle. Um, I am, I'm very open with my board. I, even if new ones come on, I said, I, I invite all opinions, even if I disagree with it. Right. And we try to make a decision as a board because I don't want to dictate. I want everybody to have their opinion because sometimes that one person that thinks different has the correct answer. Right. So I, mm-hmm. I allow everybody to be open and express themselves. And if I, if I may uh, make a bit of a plug for President Nesbitt, the credit union's website is actually one of the best websites I've come across. It's... He's very user friendly and there's a lot of information, including your membership forms to apply. Uh, sorry, you were about to say. <laughs> I was going to say, in addition to the BEDC. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> the BEDC's one is the best. But 
I'm just teasing. No, it, it actually is really good. It really easy to navigate. I remember when you guys kind of relaunched and rebranded. Um, it's great. I mean, whatever you're looking for, you can find pretty much on that website. Um, but I want to go back to talking about the Co- International Cooperative Day or Day of Cooperatives, mm-hmm. um, which is coming up on this Saturday. And so why should we be participating? Why should we know about this? What is it um, that this day celebrates? Yeah. Uh, so International Cooperatives Day uh, originates from uh, 1923, and it's been celebrated on the first Saturday of July since then. Um, the United Nations actually combined with the International Cooperative Alliance in, I want to say, 1995 okay. to make it a UN-recognized day rather than just a day recognized within the cooperative community. And the idea is to raise awareness about cooperatives and the important role that they play. And uh, each year they actually have a new, a different theme. And this year's theme is uh, Cooperatives for Climate Change, um, in particular about how cooperatives um, can fulfill sustainable development goal number 13, to uh, take urgent action to combat climate change and its impact. Okay. Mm. Well, I mean, I think that there is an opportunity in Bermuda to see more cooperatives created. I know within our own organization, we have a whole unit now, of which Jonathan is part of, Mm -hmm. to kind of develop that that foundation or format. How's that going, Jonathan? Yeah, it's going pretty awesome, to be (laughs) honest. Um, So uh, the the government... uh, Introducing a throne speech, was it about three years ago now? Yeah. Uh, to introduce the uh, cooperative uh, economic and cooperative development unit and to support cooperatives in Bermuda. And Bermuda's actually had quite a history of cooperatives, and there are some existing cooperatives already. Um, but the role of the unit is to try to assist existing cooperatives and to support the uh, creation of additional cooperatives. Um, and also just to generally raise awareness about mm-hmm. cooperatives in general. So what are some of the things that you've done to date to do this? Yeah, so we've uh, we've had quite a few, um, I guess you could say, workshops with uh, people interested in cooperatives, and uh, in particular with like the uh, sports clubs, um, which are a member-owned organization, which are kind of a cooperative. Um, there are a few existing cooperatives in Bermuda, the Credit Union, of course, being uh, probably the best well-known one. And then there's a couple businesses which are kind of cooperatives or hybrid cooperatives. Um, Flanagan's comes to mind. That's kind of a hybrid cooperative. It's part worker owned. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Laser, that's a employee owned business as well, okay. which is another way of saying a uh, cooperative. A cooperative, yeah. Um, just mm-hmm. to I was going to ask yeah. Brad, both Mr. Nesbitt and, um, and Jonathan about what has the interest culturally from us Bermudians mm-hmm. been like? Like stepping up because, you know, you can just be a person that deposits a little bit of money in there out of every paycheck and uses it as a savings account. And there are those who want to know more, want to be involved mm-hmm. in the in the in the, the day to day things we've been talking about as cooperatives. And how, how has that been both um, Mr. Nesbitt and, and Jonathan? Because, sure. you know, sometimes yeah. we're a little laid back as a culture and like, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. But, yeah, I'm doing my deduction and that's going in mm-hmm. there and that's fine with me. But. Getting all of us collectively as a culture to see the value in it. How has that been for you, for you guys? Go ahead, Mr. Nesbitt. Yeah, for the credit unit's point, uh, the BIU has a talk show every Tuesday called Union Corner. Uh-huh. And periodically, be, the credit union may be on about four or five times during the year. Mm-hmm. And every time we go on, uh, we get a number of questions. But then you see the interest is transpired into members. 
people becoming members. Okay. Really okay. Mm-hmm. Moving great. the money across to the credit union because they see the value. I mean, the credit union is there to serve the unserved and the underserved. Sure. And we, and we seem to be doing that you know, quite well. Mm-hmm. We're quite proud. In fact, yesterday, uh, Back of Town organization gave a present, did a presentation for the credit union staff for the work that they do in serving the community. So people are starting to recognize the credit union, the value that we The value of it, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's good to know. I mean, I, I will say that, you know, even though we do have a history of cooperatives and some existing cooperatives, to build a fully a full cooperative ecosystem and one key thing for cooperatives to succeed is that their members need to use them. Sure. And it takes time to build that. It's not going to happen overnight. So one thing we're trying to focus on really is building awareness and then building the support framework for people who want to build a cooperative so that we can be there and provide the information and support they need. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, just on part of that, we're actually did an RFP earlier this year um, to develop cooperative uh, legislation. Now, there's nothing in Bermuda law that stops you creating a cooperative. You can do it with the existing company act, but in Mm -hmm. most countries there's legislation which is specifically dedicated to cooperatives Mm -hmm. and uh, outlines exactly the structure and how to get Mm -hmm. it off the ground. And we think that that's one key thing to really helping uh, get cooperatives really go to the next level here. And so... uh, we're in the process of evaluating that, and hopefully we'll have some outcome from that later this year. That's good. I mean, I think uh, some people might think co-ops, and they're like, oh, what does that mean exactly? You know, and I know that we spent a lot of time <laughs> and effort bringing in a lot of industry experts to kind of take people through the process of what it means to actually be part of a co-op. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, Shelly, before we got on air, we were talking about the opportunity that presents itself by becoming a member of a co-op. Yes. Especially now. Right now. You know yeah. what I mean? Where mm-hmm. it makes sense to combine efforts. I feel like now will be the time. Like, Yeah, it's true. I mean, uh, one thing about co-op is they they are a viable business in general. There's a couple big names like Lando Lakes, the the butter yeah. and cheese. Mm-hmm. That's a cooperative. Yummy. Uh, Sunkist, you know, oranges. That's sure. a cooperative. Yummy. So there are big names. Ace Hardware. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they are successful businesses. But where cooperatives really shine is in times of uh, economic uncertainty. Right. Sure. The cooperatives yeah. tend to have greater resilience, and they they manage crises a lot better than your traditional non-cooperative business model. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, and not, that maybe this is for you, Mr. Nesbitt, do you think that the reason why they manage crisis better is because it is very community-focused, and like you said, it's for the underserved, so they approach things from that lens as opposed to with traditional the businesses. perspective is different. It's like, oh, shareholder, shareholders, we have to, exactly. you know, so mm-hmm. that individual person is less of a concern, and they're looking at the whole cooperative, not corporate i should say picture as opposed to that individual on the cooperative side what what do you think about that mr nesbitt i think over the years they um people have learned particularly in bermuda have learned to trust the credit union before it was being that just a little small little financial place around the corner there right (laughs) right Mm -hmm. you know and like i said since we've been going on the radio and we're really explaining what the credit union does i mean for instance uh you borrow money up to twenty thousand dollars. It's insured. Yes. You know, and that means if you, you borrow fifty and you, you suddenly pass away, that twenty thousand dollars out of fifty is insured by our insurance company. So mm. you know that 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 burden is taken away. Right. That's right. a great safety net for yeah. a lot of people who yeah. um who have to uh, get uh, have debt in order to get their businesses up and running. 
Right. And then on the other hand, we, 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 on the savings point, we know that we had to get young children involved in saving at an early age. Mm-hmm. So what we've done, we, we, have, we put together a program for, uh, for children. That's mm-hmm. great. So mm-hmm. children can, you can join your child into the credit union under their name. So they have to earn a account. Okay. And you, and you could contribute to it. I mean, I tell people all the while, that's $25 a week put into your child's account. At the end of the year, it's $1,300. Yep. So imagine when that child gets 16 and you say, hey, look, I've got $5,000 of your own money. Mm-hmm. That's on $25. Mm-hmm. And they will continue on, you see, and it gives them that sense of independence. Right. Yeah. They can't see I can say that you I know. can still remember as a very young child, and, and I'm in my 50s now, Mr. Nesbitt, so we're going back a little ways, um, sure? that when, um, <laughs> that when a, 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 few, a few years for sure, but when I can remember getting my bank book when I was a youngster, I think my grandpa got it for me. And I can remember asking to go to the bank to put my Christmas money yeah. in mm. my account. And I think you're absolutely right on point because young people today aren't as into that as my generation was, you know. Right. So we need to establish that that habit, I guess, again. Yeah. And, and yeah. you're absolutely right. People don't think of the maths in the long terms like you just spoke about, Mr. Nesbitt. So I think uh, quite a few people listening are going, hey, now. Let me get no, my no, kid no. who who it out. Yep. yeah who even if they don't have a real job right now they're getting their birthday money or their Christmas money or they're getting that. this yeah, allowance allowance mm-hmm. even and and teaching them that thing of a percentage to go into this mm-hmm. thing. even deeper than that yeah besides allowance we have some of those kids that like for instance work in the grocery stores yeah uh, what the credit union has done we have gone into almost every school in the island primary school mainly sure and we talked about the credit union talking about the credit union account. Uh-huh. I mean, the first year we did, we launched uh, a program, a competition. Okay. Yeah, some incentive there for the kids is great. Yeah. Yes. And the, the Rennes student, I believe they got a uh, $100 boost into their account just based on those savings. That's and awesome. That's incentive. It's, it's incentive <laughs> and it's community-minded and community-focused, which I think speaks to the whole kind of mission. Sure. Yeah, and, uh, it, 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 it put a value on this. That change, that little small money. Right. That most people don't put any value on because, you know, they start saving their change. You say, oh, man, at the end of the year, I'm saying $150 out of my change. That's yes. right. And uh, one right. thing that, uh, sorry, uh, one thing I just want to say is that, look, we're in a bit of an economic crisis right now. COVID-19 uh, is kind of unprecedented. It's not just Bermuda, it's global. Yes. yes. And I think there's a, is it a Chinese proverb that says, uh, um, crisis also is an opportunity. Right. And this yeah. is an opportunity right now for people to actually think about joining or forming a cooperative. And a lot of people think big, grand, palatial screen, uh, schemes, but it can be something just as simple as getting together with your neighborhood mm-hmm. and forming a purchasing cooperative so you can get economies of scale, get together with like 10 of your neighbors. And then you can just buy all the staples. And all then your you, dry goods. Or yeah. Exactly. Like that. Simple yep. as that. Collectively. And then it works out. Mm-hmm. Economically, the bottom line works out to mm-hmm. be either a lot less or, or even a little mm-hmm. less. And, and, and every little bit counts. And even for like uh, small business owners, I mean, small businesses can form together as a cooperative for uh, shared services. Like right now, I know a lot of uh, small businesses don't have an accountant and it's right. hard for them to get their finances in order. But they can get together and uh, share the cost of an accounting service for themselves. So that's an idea of a cooperative. So, yeah. He's he's sending out winners 
So if you're listening and you're like, I've been trying to figure out what business I need to start here, some some ideas. But I definitely think around the purchasing co-op, mm-hmm. sure, um, because that's where people are struggling, right? Uh-huh. So yep. they've been closed all this time. Now they're reopening, and it's like, okay, I can't afford to do this myself. Mm-hmm. But is there an opportunity for us to come together formally? Sure. And mm-hmm. to me, I feel like that's the difference, right? Sure, it is. Yeah. Is the formal coming together, the actual writing up a memorandum of yep. understanding and putting something in place that it that basically outlines what the mm-hmm. objectives are sure. uh, what you're intending to do um, but again giving that one one member one vote sure. mm-hmm. um, which creates opportunity for you to build wealth I think sure you know? it does yeah so, yeah I and mean, you can rely on both the hard and soft skills of your yes. members yeah. to in, make it work to make it work when you know you're having trouble keeping all those balls in the air. That's right. And you know, uh, the Economic and Cooperative De- Development Unit at BGC, we're here to help you get sure. that off the ground. So if you do have an idea, just reach out to us or reach out to um, President Nesbis about the credit union as well. Yep. So what I wanted to ask you, um, Jonathan, I know that as part of the kind of outreach for the community and all of that, you had a co-op pitch schedule. Yeah. And then COVID, (laughs) Corona Mm -hmm. decided to like mess up all the plans. So what what is the intention for that pitch competition? Is it an opportunity to continue it, to have it virtually? Like, what are you thinking? Yeah, we're still working out how to uh, proceed with it. It's it's on hold at the moment because we we couldn't exactly safely have a crowd of people to do a pitch. So we're looking at opportunities to do it uh, virtually. But uh, we, all the people who were enrolled in it they're still working on their pitches i mean i told them seize this as an opportunity to really work on your pitch and get new members or develop it so we're hoping that uh maybe after the summer yeah depending how covid goes we'll be able to revisit that okay all right well it's exciting i think it's an opportunity like you said saturday is the international Mm -hmm. day of cooperatives um we will probably be posting something on facebook and sharing some information about that um, highlighting again our very own co-op, which is um, the Bermuda Credit Union. So I want to just thank you, Mr. Nesbitt, for coming on and sharing with us a little bit about the credit union. Would you mind just letting people know if they're interested in any of what you said and they'd like to sign up or get more information, how can they do that? What What's the best way for them to do that? If, um, if they can go into our website, as you say, the website is very user-friendly. If they want to come in person, the credit union is located, uh, if they know where Liberty, where Liberty Theater is, that's an easy way to explain. Before you go to the double doors, the credit union is on your right-hand side, mm-hmm. the top of those three steps. Right. And those customer service reps will explain everything to you. You mm-hmm. are pamphlets also into that area, into the lobby area, that mm-hmm. they can get you. Or they can call, uh, call the office and ask Mr. Davis, who's a very good manager that's been there for some time. And he's helped carry us through this struggle all these years and... I think we're in a good position, but they want information. If you're on the website, I'll contact the credit union. Okay. And the website is bcu.bm. Am I recalling that correctly? Yes. If you put in Bermuda Credit Union, it will come up anyway. Anyway, yeah, on on the search Mm -hmm. engine. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I just want to thank you again for joining us today. We are at the bottom of the hour. And um, we want to celebrate International Day of Cooperatives. Like I said, it's on this Saturday. Um, so we will be putting up some information about them on our website as well as on our social media mm-hmm. um, outlet. So if you have questions, if you want more information on what's required to get started, you can reach out to my colleague, Jonathan Starlin. Mm-hmm. 
jstarlin at bedc.bn. That's correct. Or email info. We'll make sure that he gets the information. So mm-hmm. info at bedc.bm. As always, you can go onto our website. The uh, Economic and Development Unit has mm-hmm. all of the resources, all mm-hmm. of the different seminars that have been held, um, the pamphlets, all the information is available there for download and for access. And that, again, is bedc.bm. So I just want to thank you again, Mr. Nesbitt, for coming on and have a wonderful weekend. Have hey, a wonderful you, International <laughs> Day of Cooperatives. Uh, you can see where I thought of my mouth. <laughs> Enjoy International Co-op Day. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much, sir. So before we go, Jamila, yes. we want to give a little bit of information about what BEDC, anything else BEDC has going on for? Yeah, for I do. Well, okay. First of all, I want to big up my our webinar that we had yesterday. Um, we had a, a, a webinar on the importance of supporting Black-owned businesses. Yes. And we had um, Shelly Bell of Black Girl Ventures. She started a foundation to support women-led uh, ventures. So sure. she helps them raise capital. Um, and then we had Nuri Bashir, who is a uh, co-partner of Burnt House Productions and mm-hmm. Into Bermuda. And then, of course, the fabulous and wonderful Kristen White, who owns Long Story Short and mm-hmm. does one of many other things. Um, but it was a she is a Renaissance woman. She sure is. Um, <laughs> it was a fabulous conversation. Um, it is available. We did record it. So for those of you who may have missed it, I would encourage you, please, to um, reach out to us and we can send you the link. But it was very important. It was interesting, the dialogue. I think it was engaging. So many people have reached out and say they've learned a lot from mm-hmm. that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Bermuda is unique in some instances, like where a lot of the businesses are owned by women. Sure. Yeah. And, and you know, a large percent of them are owned by black women. But then it's it's how do you establish yourself and build kind of generational wealth? Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother conversation. We haven't had that one yet. Mm-hmm. So, so that's one that we probably will look at at scheduling. Um, but yeah, I mean, we have a whole list of webinars and educational opportunities on our website. We are just getting ready to launch our summer student entrepreneurship program, which starts on Monday, the July 6th. So we've picked the 10 students who were accepted to the program. We're really excited about that. And I will definitely keep you updated Maybe I'll even get a chance to bring one of them on here. I would love to have them share with you yeah. um, their ideas. So, yeah, we have many Thursdays to do that. So. We sure do. And we're looking forward uh, to the next one. Jonathan, always good to see you again. And uh, let's hope that, you know, with the movements in the world and Black Lives Matter and everything going on and, and trying to create equity yes. in, in, in the type of society that, that we live in. You know, co-ops, man. Yep. That's the best way to create yep. community. It is. You know? It sure is. It sure is. And uh, thanks for having me. It's a nice change of scenery from my backyard. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're glad you could come up. All precautions being taken. I'm looking at these two through a plexiglass barrier, That's folks. Right. And it is all about being safe. So we encourage people not to take for granted our, our almost COVID-free status now, but to at least try to maintain the the basic yes the mm-hmm. basic ideas that are about uh, keeping all of us safe and uh, we thank you all for joining us today thank, thank you, you. shelly you're very See you welcome next week. looking forward to next week we sure are thank you for listening to mind your business with bedc bermuda business starts here <laughs>